The Today Manufacturing Podcast offers a powerful and unique perspective on the biggest stories impacting U.S. manufacturers. Anna Wells, David Manti, and Jeff Ranke apply their experience as editors of industry-leading brands Manufacturing.net and Industrial Equipment News in providing in-depth analysis of the latest headlines. Their insight, along with a mix of humor and human interest, makes Today in Manufacturing a go-to source. Keep pace with supply chain challenges, electric vehicle developments, labor struggles, robotics, and more by listening, downloading, and subscribing to the Today in Manufacturing podcast. I'm Nolan Beilstein, and welcome to another episode of Gen Z in Manufacturing, a podcast where I interview young workers about their jobs in the manufacturing industry and what they look for from an employer. For this episode, I welcome Davis Latham, a 24-year-old Vice President of Operations at Cadmore, a design and engineering company that helps customers with a range of services related to manufacturing and product development. Latham was not specifically looking to work in the design and engineering field after graduating college. However, he ended up working for nearly three years at Zverse, a developer of software applications that enables digital manufacturing, and served as Special Projects Coordinator, Senior Manager of Operations, and Director of Business Development. Latham became Vice President of Operations at Cadmore after it acquired and rebranded the Zverse design business. He currently oversees all day-to-day operations of the business, including about 30 designers and a three-person project management team. He also acts as an intermediary between the design team, the project managers, and customers. Before we hear from Latham, please make sure to like and share this episode of Gen Z in Manufacturing. If you are a member of Gen Z and would like to discuss your experience in the manufacturing industry, please contact me, Nolan Beilstein, at nolan at in.com. Does having that role of vice president ever feel overwhelming for someone in the Gen Z demographic? Um, yeah, that's an interesting question. I don't know that I would um, necessarily, I, I think it's probably overwhelming to everyone, right, uh, to have a level of responsibility. I mean, we're not a particularly large company. Um, and so, uh, you know, I'm sure being a vice president at Google or Microsoft maybe has some some more burden. Um, but certainly I feel like there's an administrative burden that anyone feels uh, with a title like that. It also obviously have, has its advantages, right, and how it allows me to communicate with other people at maybe larger companies who instantly have more respect for that title. Um, but I, I frankly have always felt kind of a burden regardless of the role I've been in. And so this role doesn't feel like it's particularly different. What is the age range of employees that work at Cadmore? Yeah. So, you know, we have designers who are 40 years old. Uh, you know, our uh, CEO is a little older than that, although certainly not old. Uh, and then, uh, you know, kind of our project management team is more recent college graduates. And so we kind of span anywhere from probably 23 to, you know, 50s. And as, as you oversee your day-to-day operations of the business, what do you notice about Gen Z aged workers versus older generations? Uh, it's it's really interesting. You know, we've got a really great group here. And so, I, you know, most of the people who I work with outside of the company, maybe it's a, a little different. You know, I found that uh, Gen Z workers, mostly uh, by virtue of the positions they're in, tend to be a little more open to trying different things, maybe working to come to creative solutions. And some of uh, the older employees, I don't necessarily think that's maybe because of their age. Maybe it's more of a result of the experience they've had, right? And they may have more experience, which informs how they think things should be done 
or are done. Uh, most of the time, they're probably right. Uh, so, uh, you know, that's always great to get their feedback. Um, you know, there's also sometimes a communication barrier, frankly, um, particularly on our client side, right? And we can tell after a certain age range that we're going to have more difficulty communicating with that uh, client than maybe someone who's younger, right? Uh, older clients tend to want to get on the phone a lot more. They find that, uh, you know, it's a real validator for them to speak to someone on the phone, articulate what they're looking for. Um, frankly, that I think makes us in some ways a little more uh, inefficient because it requires that at, at that exact time that you step out of kind of a flow state and engage that client and talk about exactly what they want to do. You don't choose when's an optimal time to do it. So I've noticed with our clients that there can be a difference um, in how they communicate. I'm not sure on an employee level, there's that much of a difference for us, um, but I, I'm sure it varies industry to industry. Do you have authority over workers older than you? Yes. How does that dynamic work? Do you ever, do you feel like you have the respect of the older generation's workers? Um, you know, uh, in, in my current role, I do. Um, in some previous roles I've had, frankly, no. Um, and so, uh, you know, Frank, I, I think that's really on me ultimately and, and a failure on myself, right, to get buy-in and, and show people um, why they should listen, frankly, have a little more humility myself in uh, approaching tasks and learning from them. And so at the end of the day, it's always my responsibility to earn that trust. It uh, sometimes feels like it comes harder uh, because of age and because of maybe a lack of experience overall in the industry. Uh, and that always hasn't been fun. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's it's something we have to manage to. And a, a lot of people will have more respect because of the age and the position. And so it really um, varies person to person. And again, it's up to me to earn their trust. Yeah, you mentioned the the lack of experience and obviously being younger it makes it harder to have more years of experience. What what do you do to make up for the the lack of experience? Yeah, I think uh, while I may have a lack of experience in the industry, I do have more experience in some areas, particularly relating to technology and some of the things I've been able to do, whether that be from a data analytics perspective, um, that's something we've brought in a lot and been able to examine, and also some new approaches, right? So in the manufacturing industry specifically, a ton of innovation has happened uh, recently, I guess you could say the last 10 years is recently, right? We deal with a lot of 3D printing, for example, and a lot of things uh, that require more modern manufacturing techniques. And so while there's uh, experience from the older generation and some of the more traditional forms of manufacturing, um, we've actually been able to look, and I think the younger generation may have some advantages in how we look at technology and its application to manufacturing, which does give me uh, a distinct advantage, right? The ability to leverage uh, the technologies we're using, the data that we're collecting, and how to ultimately monetize that has been something that uh, maybe would be more difficult for someone in the older generation to realize. So it sounds like you have a lot of experience talking with people that are older than you, people that are younger than you. So what is your advice to employers, how they can bridge a generational gap in their workforce? Yeah, I think, um, to be honest, the first step is always in hiring. And so I think it's on the younger generation to demonstrate that we're willing to work for stuff, right, and, and prove ourselves. So uh, I, I think that's a really a vital thing that the onus is on us in that case. Um, for employers, I think... 
the best thing you can do is give more responsibility. That's something I've tried to do to the people who I work with. That's something that allowed me to get to the position I was in. I started as a coordinator at the company uh, and was able to move up, uh, you know, promoted uh, three or four times from there, right? And so each step along the way was only because I was able to demonstrate because someone above me trusted me to handle something. And so otherwise I would still be in there that position. There was no level of genius that I had that allowed me to discover some secret uh, tip or, or thing we needed to do. I was just given opportunities, was able to work through those opportunities and, and work hard at it. Um, and so I, I, I'm very thankful to those. I'm really blessed to have had those. And so I would just encourage anyone over anyone else, regardless of age, but certainly for a younger generation to give people those opportunities and a chance to tackle those problems and, and make a mark. And as you went through your promotions, what kind of mentorship and guidance did you receive from older workers or managers that you think really helped you in your career? Yeah, I think, um, you know, when you graduate college, you always want to be kind of the the big guy, you know, you want to be the boss making calls. And so I had uh, supervisors above me who provided me a lot of lessons, particularly around humility, um, around kind of making sure that you're compassionate towards others. I've, I've never necessarily had an issue with with work ethic. Um, but, you know, oftentimes I um, maybe am not as compassionate as I need to be. And so um, I received a lot of advice around that on how to improve communication um, with individuals kind of regardless of age, right? Recognizing others' experience taking that in and evaluating that. When you talk with um, some of your peers from college that are gone into the same field as you, what are some critiques you hear from them in regards to how they're treated by older workers in the workplace? I think, you know, the, the biggest thing I hear, frankly, is that people don't feel connected to the mission or the vision of wherever they're working. And so they feel a little bit like a cog in the machine. Um, and so that's one thing we we try and deal with here. And I would say that's another thing maybe that I could point out as uh, could be done by the older generation to help the younger generation. But a sense of purpose, right? Why am I doing what I'm doing? How is what I'm doing impacting the uh, mission and the vision of the company? Um, or maybe things where new employees feel particularly disconnected because they don't know why the thing they're doing has been done the same way for 10 years, why they need to do it at all. Uh, maybe in an analyst role at a financial company, right? Feels like you're doing a lot of busy work. Uh, and so those are kind of the things I, I hear generally. As a younger worker, what do you feel that you bring to the table that is new to older generations? That's a good question. I think um, maybe an approach with technology and a willingness to take on new technology, I think, is something that I'm willing to do. You know, we've seen really a boom in AI generally, and so kind of a, a willingness to dive in there and take a look at that. How could that impact our business? A willingness to evaluate the systems we're using and evaluate their cost. I don't necessarily know. A uh, certain amount certainly has to do with age. I think a certain amount also has to do with approaching a business that's been around and approaching it with a fresh perspective and saying, is this the optimal way? Having some data that we can examine, customers we can interview and talk to, employees that have been here a while and, and talk to them. Um, and so I think the young and the uh, you know new to a company and fresh eyes can kind of be tied into one here. Um, but those were the things that I, I think we could look at. And again, a real focus on data 
data analytics. It feels like that's something that maybe has been more emphasized in recent generations, right? Making decisions based on data, constantly evaluating that data, creating systems where data can be consistently collected to be evaluated, right? It's really hard to evaluate a decision if you're not coming up with the metrics you need to evaluate from the beginning. Um, and so I think that's something maybe that the younger generation can bring in uh, that wasn't as emphasized uh, when things maybe were done on paper, right? Or uh, earlier versions of Excel or earlier versions of Power BI maybe weren't as inclined to uh, manage. And when it comes to addressing the worker shortage in manufacturing, what advice do you have for employers when it comes to just attracting Gen Z talent and then retaining it? I think manufacturing is really cool generally. And so I think the more we can show that, you know, there's shows like uh, How Stuff's Made, uh, which are just really neat to figure out how these things are manufactured. And so maybe emphasizing those particular parts of the business. This is what's created at the end. This is how it's created. How are things done in a cost-effective way? I mean, manufacturing is just so cool as a field. And there's a real opportunity, particularly at manufacturing companies, I think, to grow and evolve, right? You can develop your own key accounts if you're on the sales side um, that you can grow and collect and learn about a business. And so there are a lot of opportunities for learning and manufacturing, um, particularly, uh, you know, you can be doing injection molding and see a thousand different products be injection molded with a thousand different purposes. And so I'm not sure that that's possible in any other field. Um, and so I would just emphasize that to people. I think sometimes manufacturing gets this uh, wrap of like, you know, uh, they're sitting there fid fidgeting with widgets all day, right? In a factory floor and just like plucking them out. And, um, you know, that's not really what it is. There's there's so much more to it. Yeah, those are all the talking points I had. Or was there anything that you wanted to add that I didn't ask about? Um, There was one question you asked Max, which I thought was really interesting, which was this question about like, um, you know, how generations maybe are perceived by age. Um, you know, in our generations viewed as more lazy. And so um, I'm not sure if I should just keep rolling on this, but there was this really interesting, uh, you know, as I was thinking about is a generation more lazy than another? One thing that occurred to me is that when you're looking at an older generation in a workforce, right? And saying, are they more hardworking than the new guy who just started? Those are the people who have matriculated through that workforce over 30 years, right? So they necessarily have weeded out most of the lazy workers and things like that. And so I was just thinking about the need for, compassion uh, generally towards the younger generation about, okay, not all of these people will be able to make it through. They may not always have a great work ethic. And so it's easy to say, well, I've been at the company 30 years and I have a great work ethic. It's like, yeah, that's why you're here, right? That's why you've been able to stay at this company so long. And there are probably 10 employees for every one of that employee who hasn't made it all the way through, who left for another job or who was let go. Uh, and so I, I just thought that was interesting generally to think about, you know, as people maybe make larger statements about about Gen Z and its overall work ethic, uh, maybe to have a little more compassion in that this is uh, many people's first jobs, right? They have no idea what to expect. They have really never managed a, a 40 or more, hopefully more hour work week. Uh, and so I just thought it was kind of an interesting thing to, to think about. A previous person we've had on this series, they mentioned that their first job, they felt like they had to know everything and wanted employers to emphasize that we can train you on this. Do you feel like that is a a mindset that is widely accepted among employers or is that something they need to they need to adopt I think real mentorship is the thing that's harder to get than training, right? It's easy to watch a training video. It's easy to sit there for 30 minutes and figure out how to do something or even a week-long training course. I know some people have multi-week training courses. The, the real thing that probably will have an impact on the younger generation is sitting and talking to people 
and not just seeing how it's done, but also articulating why it's done that way and, you know, uh, you know, who's all involved and how it connects to the mission and vision of the company would probably be a little more important than training. I also think that um, there's a, a level of failure you have to allow, right? So I, kind of what you're talking about, right? Being like, oh, you can train. It's like, well, do I really have that time to train or am I going to have to add that on to my current schedule? Am I going to be allowed to fail in this? Uh, it sometimes makes it really scared for people and some people just aren't even willing to do that. And so you have to help them out a little bit.